Chris, and this is the only podcast that matters. Mm, baby. For the next hour, we'll be taking your requests. And no, not really. Actually, yeah, no, but no, it, not at all. It, I'm, I'm, it's really one thirty in the morning, and I am exhausted. And yeah, I'm a, I'm a little under the weather, so my voice is a little deeper today. So, yeah, so that uh, kind of inspired the intro. So there yeah. you go. That means Jimmy and I can be loud because Corey can't shout over us. Mm-hmm. No, not, not at all. But uh, it, actually, to kind of kick off there, we did. Uh, just have a, a bit of a discussion, which is why we decided to start the show on this. Because uh, Corey says he doesn't know what Fraggle Rock is, uh, and I, Jimmy I know, and I were... I know what Fraggle Rock is. But you never saw it. But I've never really watched it. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah, we were reminiscing about Jim Hansen a little bit there. J- Henson. Jim Hansen? Henson. I said Henson. You said Hansen. It sounds weird How when I say it, but Everyone said, hears it. I said Jim Henson. Okay, um, now you said Henson. No, it sounds like it sounded like I said Hansen. It's Ginger Play talk. back the audio. You'll hear. No, but anyway, <laughs> whatever you say, dude. I, I was just talking about the. Uh, I'm going to say it the way I said it before, but the little uh, the doozers, the little fucks that <laughs> b- that that built that built those little, little uh, construction sites, and then there was that one hippie that always ate their little. I don't even know what it was. Was it like rock or something like that? I think they were rocks. They it's were been ages since I saw Fraggle rock. rocks or some minerals or whatever. And I just thought, what a prick. You know, he, he just—they had this whole ecosystem going down there, and he's just like, "Hey, guess what? I fucked you over and just ate the bottom of I'm your hungry. fucking." Yeah. yeah, I'm hungry, and I just ate the bottom of your building. See, I keep seeing yeah. that that complete series. There's a box set. And it's like sixty bucks, and I keep saying I'm going to buy it, but yeah. I just don't know if I'm going to invest the time in sitting and watching the complete series of Fraggle Rock. I don't think I would, but, but I, I think I will now because now that I know Corey hasn't seen it. How did you not have like PBS growing up? I lived in the woods. The woods, literally, we had staticky, we had CBS, we had ABC, and we had the, sometimes a staticky Fox. NBC? No. Really? Nope. No, I literally had no channels that's where just, I lived. That's we weird. We had a black and white TV. Was this Vermont or this was... Vermont. Okay. Yeah, we had a black and white TV for a while that my parents found in the garbage. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> nice. Hey, at least they write themselves on the show, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there was uh, the little leaf leaf pile monster. Do you remember <laughs> yes, that thing? Do you remember I do. That thing? The show sounds terrible. <laughs> it wasn't. No, like, a mean monster. It, was it wasn't. I mean, it was. It was pretty much a kids' show. Right. It was. It'll it was, make you watch it at some point. Right. It was so, so weird how they just chose. Like they're. Like, I, I have no idea how they chose. How to run this show? How to have like these little they creatures stoned off their mind and decided to put some that's, puppets together? Maybe that, that's the only thing I could think of uh, that they could have done. A collective drug hangover from the sixties. There you go. And around the late seventies, they were like, "I got it." HR puffing stuff. Creatures that. <laughs> yeah, you remember that one, right? <laughs> yeah, I bet that's where puffing stuff came from. Uh, of, of course, fucking it did. puffing. Good lord, <laughs> puffing create. Do you know what that is? No. Oh, Corey. What did you grow up watching? Saturday morning cartoons. That's it? Yeah. You didn't watch primetime shows or anything like that? or Full House. <laughs> oh. I remember. I you, love TGI, TGIF. TGIF. You know what's awesome. funny, though? Like, you catch. I mean, Full House is always airing on some channel at any hour of the day somewhere in the world, but. It's ruined now since I've seen Bob Saget and how he really is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's fucking Bob ruined. Is a douche. <laughs> that pedophile should not be, you know, a mother or father of three <sighs> but, kids. Aside from that, I watch the show now, and I'm like, this is so dumb. How the hell was I even into this as a kid? Like, it doesn't hold up. No. No, it doesn't. It, a, lot of, a lot of 90s shows didn't hold up. Over-cheesy. Yeah, Over yeah cheesy. it, it like, definitely I, is. I loved Power Rangers. Loved Power Rangers. Well, you're an idiot. 
But you love everything Japanese. <laughs> no, no. I no, I didn't even at that time I didn't even know anything about Japanese anything. I just loved the show. I was in what, ten years old not even ten years old. I was eight years old. Sure. Well, let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. That sounds good. Seven or eight years old. I love the show. And look back now on any of that stuff, it's terrible. No. Of course it was terrible. I mean you could tell that it was bad acting back then. But you liked seeing the fighting robots. That was cool. <laughs> that was cool. It was a B-movie robot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Something out of an Ed Wood picture. That's what it was all about. I didn't yeah. I didn't listen to the dialogue. I didn't watch them yelling at each other. The fighting was all I was there for. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say the dialogue was was what people tuned in for. Yeah, was I was little, like, I really dig the story of the Power Rangers. I think that's really good. I mean, some, that was a little after my time, but... There was some little robot, a little face that talked to everybody. Like, it was, it was kind of stupid. Like, really oh, I'm sure, back. yeah, yeah. The only thing good with, that ever came out of it was a Super Nintendo game, but there'll be more on that next week. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what didn't hold up, though, was uh, Tiny Toons. We did or didn't? Did. Did? Tiny, yeah. Like, I, uh, the, they put out two Tiny Toons box set, uh, well, collections. They broke up the first season into two volumes, and I picked those up when they came on DVD, and I still enjoy them. I think they're, I think they're still funny. And I think I get certain jokes that I didn't necessarily get then. There was stuff I saw that was funny, like, oh, they animated David Letterman. I know who he is. But now it's even funnier as an adult and having seen a bunch of right. a lot Letterman of stuff shows. That came back, they, they made a lot of stuff that actually really just held up because they added some comedy, not just comedy that kid, obviously kids would like a lot of it, but they added stuff that maybe the parents would also understand. Yeah, those kids crossover appeal, yeah. Yeah, and it's stuff that you know people want to go back and rewatch because it's almost like a different experience. Yeah, aside from the nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I still like, think that show's damn like funny. I, I absolutely love Darkwing Duck. Love Darkwing See, I haven't Duck. seen that in years. I'd have to give that a, another watch. That was pretty good, but I was more of a fan of uh, Tailspin. That really? Was, See, I didn't like Tailspin. That was up my alley. I, I, I didn't like Tailspin or Rescue Rangers. I like oh, I yeah, like. I did like that one, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one I know. Everybody else is like, oh, that was amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Something about like the atmosphere in those those shows that were just, I don't know. It was awesome. Well, because it, it felt more like not 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 like a traditional cartoon, like a Tom and Jerry type cartoon, where it's just here's some funny stuff that happens and yeah. ends. There was actually, actually an episodic story. story yeah, there's a storyline that's happening. One of my favorites that, like, they had tons of characters, they had tons of different plot lines. Was Animaniacs? See, that's another one. Everybody loved it, but I just I love Tiny Toons and Ducktales and everything I, else. Kind I of started watching fell under Animaniacs part. towards. I was a little older when I actually moved to a place that had the WB. TV. Or had just the WB channel. Mm-hmm. And I, could, I was able to watch like Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain. And Pinky and the Brain. That's what I'm talking I mean, about. Pinky and the Brain started the good feathers. The good feathers. The good feathers. That was funny. Yeah. One, one of the funny parts of that show was the good feathers. I will say that. Pinky and the Brain, though, yeah. Because, I mean, I didn't obviously get my, too into Animaniacs. My mom loved Pinky and the Brain. They have a bunch of those out, too. They put out, I think, more Pinky and the Brains than they put out Animaniacs or Tiny Toons. Well, <laughs> like, as far the, as Pinky seasons and the or collections. Animaniacs, and then they spun it off into its own They got a show. spinoff, yeah. Because it was that good of a, a like a mini like clip on, on the show, and then, you know, it just blew up. It's like, let's Pink- turn this into a 20-minute episode every yeah. day. Well, yeah. it's actually really funny is they, they took, there was a uh, Comic-Con they took last year, or was it maybe this past year, they had a they had a panel and they brought a bunch of voice actors onto the panel. Uh, a lot of them did a lot of those voices for those old cartoons. Yes, like the Animaniacs or or uh, Tiny Toons. I know a couple of the Tiny, Tiny Toons, Toons people are on like Futurama now yeah, and stuff. A lot like of that. them have, have done a lot of the voices you would think when you think about cartoon series. Cartoons yeah. from the nineties, they've done stuff now in recent shows. Um, they they decided to sit down and, and read this entire script of Star Wars in the voices of the characters. Yeah, and it's on YouTube, actually. You can it's, check it, it out. It's on YouTube. I yeah. need to watch it, but I don't know Star it's Wars hilarious. that well that I would be able to... that everything would make sense to me, but I'm sure just the voice performances have to oh, be yeah. hysterical. Right. Yeah, it, it is. It's very, 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 very funny. That's one thing that's simple, but I love, is just voice, hearing voice actors... Like even just watching them do uh, like uh, interviews and stuff like that, and oh, yeah. jumping, jumping in a voice. Like uh, I'm sure most people are probably well aware of uh, Seth MacFarlane doing voices. So they, oh, yeah. they probably see him doing Stewie, and they're like, "Oh, he's doing Stewie! Look, he's doing the voice." <laughs> but no, yeah. I'm more of a fan of like uh, the guy who does Bender. Like he's my favorite. Oh, John voice DiMaggio actor. is great. My favorite from Jersey one. too. 
Oh, is he? And he's yeah. done voices for everything. He does he's the voice for um, the the dog from Adventure Time, which is my new favorite show because <laughs> they are. It is completely absurd on that show. It's just a magical adventure, like and it's just killing and just great jokes. Really, I mean, I mean, he makes awesome jokes as that dog because he ha- the dog has like superpowers because he could do whatever the fuck he wants. But he's <laughs> but he's lazy as hell, so he'll make jokes like, "Oh man, I could go over there," but like. I got to stretch and shit. So <laughs> obviously he doesn't curse, but <laughs> oh, okay. I don't, is that an Adult Swim show, Adventure Time? No, no, it's not. No, it's not considered one. It's a it's really. A, it's a kid show. Is it on like Disney or something? Like what no, channel? No, it's is Cartoon it? Network. Is it Cartoon Network? Yeah, okay. it's Cartoon Network, and that runs like alongside a uh, regular show, which is another one that's very nostalgic. It's it's all about like. 80s and 90s pop culture on that show. There's a show called Regular Show. Regular Show, yeah. It's a it's a it's a blue jay and a little raccoon who are kind of like friends, <laughs> and they uh, and they work at this uh, this park, and their 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 boss their boss is a is a bubblegum machine. And he's oh my god! This this could be the best thing I've ever seen. It is seriously funny, man. It really is. They actually had an, they actually had an episode where they were playing a video game and it looked like an old school like uh like any, an any, NES NES yeah exactly and uh, they're trying to plug it into a TV and the TV only had like one little coaxial and a little little uh, I'd say I don't know it looked like just a video plug not audio or anything like that right so they were just kind of jamming shit in there and they're playing the game and it looks old school and then the game comes alive and the, and they kind of have to beat the shit out of this one guy who comes out of it. <laughs> It's just it's just absurdity. I love where kids shows have gone. Like it used to be kind of just a trippy type of cartoon that we kind of grew up with, and then you know we kind of got more like Ninja Turtles, like more action based, right? And now th- th- it's just out of this well, world. Yeah. Another thing is where where the hell is all this popularity for that friggin' My Little Ponies show come from? Seriously? Oh, the new version. <laughs> I don't understand well, that. <laughs> oh yeah, we now let's because it happens to be the three of us that are on mic right now. Uh, you all are are aware of uh, obviously the the documentary we have coming up, running amok in Boston. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now Jimmy and Corey and I shared a room, and uh, Jimmy and I slept together, but literally slept together. <laughs> it, was, it was a nice spooning. It was um, totally platonic. Yeah, sleeping. We were completely faithful uh, for the entire evening. Exactly. Corey was on the other bed naked, however. Yeah, that was a little disgusting. <laughs> so, and keeping us um, awake with his Kindle, which was, was like a helicopter spotlight shining in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. The light from his fucking Kindle, because I, I can't go to sleep without playing Don't Cut the Rope, or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> anyway, don't yeah. kick me in the head. No, no, um, no. We, that, he was playing an awesome game. Oh, he was, yeah. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. I'm sorry, no, that's where the joke came from. What was? What's the game again? I never remember the Robot name. Unicorn. Robot Unicorn Attack. <laughs> which is an Adult Swim game. There right? we go. It's a good segue. Okay. Robot Unicorn Attack, which is the best game, one of the best games I've ever seen, and certainly worth checking out. Great, if you are great, great title. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. How can you beat that? And uh, I thought the music was fake, like made up to be intentionally <laughs> for this game, but it's actually a song by Erasure, or Eraser, I don't know if they, how they actually pronounce it. But I, think, spelled, I, think, I think you had it right the first time. It's spelled like Sure, yeah, Erasure. It was hysterical. So from there, we got onto this talk about My Little Pony. And bronies, what bronies? Bronies. Continue your story. I'll explain. Oh, okay. All right, we'll get there. Uh, Well, no, that really isn't much more of a story other than we started talking about that, and then and then I then I I mentioned that that I was looking around a website and on uh, Reddit. We we get referenced on Reddit, so go ahead. On Reddit, and uh, I had been reading just it was it was uh, an area on there like they they always have like stories and people sharing like how they. uh, how they were feeling or anything like that. And there was actually one that was talking about what's, like, the uh, the nicest thing you've ever done for a stranger. And, like, people started going on talking about, like, oh, I helped this one lady who had, you know, she had to get to the other side of town. She had no way to do it. I could tell she kind of wasn't scamming. And, like, he, he just went on and told this great story. And then somebody added on, oh, man, that's so great that you did that. And he started talking about his story. And I'd say, like, five or six people down the line. One of them says... What part of Reddit am I in where people are complimenting each other? And then another person after that just said, go here. You, you, you belong here. And it just brought us to a little area that just showed My Little Pony porn. Oh, <laughs> that was so... 
I mean, it's true. Like, what, what's one of the rules of the internet? If it exists, there's porn for it. Yes. And yeah. it's absolutely true. It's one of the top yeah. rules. And yeah. if, if, you, if you turn your filter off and then type anything into Google and go to images, you'll find porn somewhere on there. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was... And then we just started talking about how did Transformers get involved? We went from My Little Pony porn to I think we we're just talking about fan fiction. It, it was something and like the that. people who do like the anime porn and all that, which Robot, we've all stumbled upon by mistake. And Robot Unicorn is both; it's a Transformer and it's a pony. So, like, oh, because oh, we were okay, talking about the new game because the new one has like you evolve into like this robot panda and a dragon and yeah. It's shit. what's the name of the new one? Robot Unicorn Attack Evolution. <laughs> the second greatest title for yeah. a game. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so we start talking about Transformers from there, and then Transformer porn or whatever. And, of course, it became uh, Transporners. Yeah. Transboners, I think we did, and or then, something like and that. Just, and then you finally just ended up with... And then Jimmy is just lying there. There was, I don't know, maybe five seconds of silence for the first time in about a half hour. Meanwhile, this is like, I don't know, four in the morning or something. We were up, we were up late to begin with, and then we were just... <laughs> Jimmy was borderline asleep when we started talking, and then like until perked that, up until the as soon as we started spotlight. talking. Yeah, until Corey's I was I was Kindle broke, broke him asleep. up. I was, now, I was right there, but now Jimmy understands because Jimmy has acquired a Kindle since. But yes. anyway, yeah. um, but but to get back to to what was happening, there was like finally a few a few seconds of silence for the first time in quite a while, and <laughs> Jimmy just goes. Oh, now the only thing I could think of is Transformers fucking My Little Ponies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was just no sleeping at that point. <laughs> nope. And then, and Cor- if you happen to catch Corey's Twitter feed at the time, he was tweeting from his Kindle uh, <laughs> all the, all, some of the stupid shit we were saying. <laughs> what were they? I'm sorry, you are saying Brony? What was it? Br- brony? Oh, just uh, the whole Brony thing. You ever hear the whole Brony movie? You know what a Brony is? No. I know one of the hashtags is My Little Bony, <laughs> because obviously you're talking about porn. No, just a brony. No, a brony in general is like a guy, Is like I think it's a guy who likes My Little Ponies. What? Like an adult man who likes My Little Ponies. Not, like a, stop- not like a porn thing, but he likes Right, it's just a dude who likes My Little Pony? Right. Yeah. That's fucked up. I think it's a little more than that, but I don't really care to find out. Like an obsession, like like oh, My Little Pony, uh, like writes My Little Pony fan fiction. Not and stuff not like so that. much as that. <laughs> oh like God. maybe like, like captions funny pictures with it, or just I don't I don't quite understand, and I don't really care to understand. Hmm. I don't but, blame you. I don't blame. Yeah, you. I, I don't want to know more. But I can't there's believe a, someone actually even came up with a name for it. There's a lot of Brony. things that exist. That no, they're, they're like a classification of people. Like people are considered. There are more than one as, of them. People consider themselves bronies. That's maniacal. I don't understand that yeah. at all. It's a group of people. Like, they have clubs and, pr- and stuff, probably. Yeah, really? Like, like, you have furries. People wear those furry costumes. And oh, yeah. Dance around and shit. <laughs> Go in the woods. Now they have bronies. <laughs> so. A bunch of dudes that get together and talk My Little Pony. Apparently. So they rebooted My Little Pony, then? Yes. It's more of an anime style if, now. They have big well, eyes and shit. <laughs> it, uh... Amanda Seyfried does the voice yes. of somebody. Yeah. Well, no, She's actually, got those anime eyes. One of the girls who, one of the girls in that panel I was talking about earlier, she does like one of the voices for like three of them on there. Really? She did the voice for. If you ever seen Family Odd Parents, she did the voice of the little boy, Timmy. All little boys in cartoons are voiced by women. Yeah. Bart Simpson. Yeah, yeah because they. Tommy Pickles. Bobby Hill. <laughs> Tommy Pickles. Yeah. Bobby yeah. Hill's voiced by a woman. Oh yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Diamond. I would say cool. that's Hank, but you know. Bad. See, I don't even know if I could do that voice because I'm not a woman. That was kind of good. That was kind of good. I don't know if I can go further than that, though. No, I got it. Well, the Star Wars thing, It's it, what makes it even more awesome is that the guy who narrates it, like plays a narrator for Star Wars, mm-hmm. is Kevin Conroy, who does the voice of yes, Batman he, he in the, the DC thing. animation movies. He, the, the, oh, the narrator okay. of the entire thing was Batman. Yeah, so he did it in the Batman voice. Oh, so imagine Star Wars being narrated by Batman with the... The voices down here, like yeah. this. Well, per- personally, I, That's my favorite, awesome. like an American Jason Statham. My favorite was yeah. Billy West. Billy West is. is I love like, Billy he's, West. He's, he's the man to me, like voice actor wise. Oh, without a doubt, current. I, uh, current, I, love I would him. say. He's all the yeah. Mel, Mel Blanc obviously is the old time, but Ugh, oh, Mel, yeah, and Mel Blanc's his biggest hero. We, um, which we, makes total sense. We, we missed the fan- Futurama season premiere tonight. I totally forgot. I mean, honestly, I. I, I never catch things when they broadcast. I'm such a DVD watcher. I mean, it'll like, be on. on same demand. here. I didn't see I the whole catch things later on. Yeah, I only caught the whole last season of Futurama when the DVD came out. I was like, oh, look at that! <laughs> New season of Futurama. It almost seems pointless on Tuesday. 
way. It almost seems pointless for me to have current cable because I never catch the show when it's on. The only yeah. thing I catch is sports. That's like well, yeah, because sport, that's why sports is the biggest advertising draw right now is because people, people watch, watch sports it, in real time and everything else people watch on demand. Yeah, people don't. Yeah, that's people, why either, advertising either on sports it. games is so it makes ridiculously sense because high. you want to be up to date on like all the scores yeah. and everything. And like you can't in this age of social media and information traveling it. Yeah, in real time, you, you, you can't, can't avoid watch it, it. But no. live, you can't you can't watch it anywhere but live, and you have to watch the commercials on sports. Yeah, you're stuck because if you stop, like pause your TV and let it sit there, you're you're already behind. Yeah, because we all know every Sunday during football season, everybody gets the real time game updates in yeah. their Facebook. Yeah, feed. I mean, I can't stand ah. it. You know, oh, I'm sure ever, that drives you guys nuts. I mean, uh, only because I don't follow sports, it bothers me. I well, literally don't go on Facebook that, on Sundays. Being that I, I don't I go work, on Monday night, I work a lot of the Sundays. During the football season, I I miss a lot of the games that I want to watch, so I will record them. But I've got to the point where I, when I first started doing that, I'd like try to avoid people like the plague and try not to hear any scores at all, so I can get home and watch it like it's untainted. But I've given up on that because it's not worth it. It's impossible it's, to avoid. It, yeah. It's like playing an espionage game at work, trying to avoid people <laughs> and trying to avoid certain people because you know they're going to talk about sports. Yeah, yeah, I can it's see gotta, that. It's got to be. You must have had one of those days where you almost made it through the day, and then somebody it just, just it just announced. Yeah, the you're score walking to your car right and you hear some jackass out. on their phone. No, no, no. Actually, hey, did you hear the Giants actually, lost no, in the last five that, seconds? That happened to me once. I recorded a game, the entire game. I recorded it. I got out of work without hearing the score. I jumped in my car, turned the car on to turn the radio off, and the first thing they say, Jets lose. Oh, oh, oh man. That's all I hear. <laughs> Jets lose. That's so rough. <laughs> uh, and you're like, well, that's three hours. I don't need well, to spend watching the game can, now. That's three hours I can clear off my DVR. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you, that really and you'd sucks. And you'd think a lot of sports fans would do that. They would just you know, check the score when they get home. But no, they really want to see the, how the game played out. Because yeah. you want to see how your players did. But that's the thing. Like, like, a, a, rough, people, a rough recap isn't enough usually. If you hear the ending, though, you don't want to watch it anymore, though. No, because you know the outcome. Yeah, so you can kind of piece right. it together along like, the way. People, it's like a fucking people, movie. If somebody ruins the ending of a movie, movie for you, yeah. not, you don't care how it got there because you know right. what's going to happen. Yeah, if, if The Sixth Sense came out today, it wouldn't have the same effect because people would be all over Facebook like, holy shit, I can't believe he was dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It just wouldn't work. Yeah, I don't feel like it would... It would Capture people as much as no. it as it did. Too many too many spoilers time. for me, man. I, I I've missed out a lot on a lot of movies. Where you get the end, yeah, yeah. Like uh, what was that Leonardo DiCaprio one where he was on the island? Oh, Shutter Island. Shutter, Shutter island. island. Yeah, I don't yeah. know the ending. Don't tell me. Somebody ruined it for me. Okay, I haven't even watched. Yeah, that that sucks. But somebody. I didn't, I didn't care to watch it. The last movie that I know that like somebody actually had the ending spoiled, they were like, "No, nah, never mind." It was actually the first Saw movie. Which at this point, I imagine everyone's aware oh, of the first yeah. Saw movie. That and, one blew uh, my fucking mind, man. That did too. I saw that in the theater, and that's when I was just like, "Holy shit!" And that's why I was so mad they made poor sequels to it. Hey, yeah, but, some of them like there was good points in it, but uh, they made more than that. Yeah, they're up to like, like Saw six. Seven or something like that. No, I'm supposedly they're done no, because they, the last they, one they did. They're up to six right now. Yeah, but uh, apparently the 3D one was really going to be the last one, but I don't know if that's true. But now Lionsgate bought Summit Entertainment, so they're already talking about rebooting Twilight since Twilight ends in a few months. I know. Jimmy's <laughs> pressing the microphone into his forehead and, and hopes could, of puncturing could, his brain so he's not allowed to see hoping, it. I was can hoping we, we add, were that close can to being we, done. Can we, no. add, can we add more teen angst? You could add more wooden acting. Just find the oh, next Kristen yeah. Stewart. Um, she's, you know she's the highest paid actress in Hollywood? That's ridiculous. Oh, you got to be kidding me. I can't believe anyone the went to see her play Snow actress. White. I'm really surprised. Uh, was the, oh, the Saw thing, though, really quick, just to wrap that up, was yeah. um, my friend said to me, like, yeah, it was the guy who was, like, dead in the room the whole time. He was actually controlling everything. I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, okay, I'm not going to see the movie. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it, it's so great if you don't know the ending. But when you know the ending and you know exactly how everything's happening, it's like, ah, shit. But, well, um, you know, it's still cool to see. Like, in that, that doesn't necessarily ruin the movie because you have to see, like, the choices that they make and yeah, what's kinda, going through their minds. I kind of wish I watched that movie. I never watched Saw at all. I've never seen Saw. Oh, but it is a great movie. I mean, but I knew the ending, and someone someone spoiled it for me too. But I mean, I I, I did want to see it, but I, I knew the ending, so I didn't really care to to watch it. It's I mean, not- even if you know what I just said about the end of the movie, it doesn't tell you everything that happens in between. Right, you just know ultimately who's controlling everything. Right, but I mean, doesn't really. I mean, actually, I've only seen one saw. I think it was Saw Five. No, oh, okay. I gave up after three. I I didn't like two, and I hated three. And I saw three at a midnight opening I show. I kind of like how they have to make like uh, these choices, and you sit, you see how people go through the 
the the process of like, well, all right, if I do this, I can do this, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, it like it almost gets redundant because every movie is kind of like which it does. Yeah. yeah, it's just like all right, we got a group of people here. You're all bad people, and you're all going to pay. So, well, but you know, to be honest, it's it's the same as watching the Final Destination movies, like. It's all very yeah, much. Those it's are the same. Those the are si- fun, though. It's the same premise, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. It's fun because it's more like death kind of creeping up on them. Because you know they're, they're going to die, but you want to know how they're going to die. Yeah, it's like, is it now? Is it in the shower? Nope, it's not in the shower. Is it in the kitchen? Nope, not in the kitchen. Yeah, you get the, 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 the loud music you starting. Know what the best yeah. is when watching, watching Final Destination 2. I watched it twice with Evelyn in a matter of a week. And wow. Each time I love she, the like, second one. Each, one. each time she ran out of the room. <laughs> Are you serious? And she's seen it. Or yeah. she still hasn't seen the deaths. No, like one time she turned the channel on. It was the, at the scene where everyone's dying on the road. Yeah. Like oh, the, the logs, opening scene is fucking like nuts. The logs and stuff in Final Station oh, yeah. 2. And she's like, oh my God. Because like right as she turned on the channel, the log went through the dude's head. Yeah. yeah. And she's like screaming, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about Evelyn in the show before. She's the most absurd taste in movies. And we're going to get her on a film cast yeah. at some point. There, there was a, we were watching a movie. I was watching a movie with her and... It was, I think, Killer Elite. There was, I'm not going to yeah. spoil much, but there was one scene where they were trying to kill someone, and they were trying to make it seem like an accident. They were going to make it seem like he slipped and fell in his bathroom and hit the corner of the tile. Okay. So they took the tile from his bathroom and put it on the back of a sledgehammer, and they're just going to hit him in the back of the head with a sledgehammer and then put him in the bathroom. Oh, okay. So it's like the impact of the tile so, on his head. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty ingenious. Yeah, so, smart. They, they they grab the guy, they, they knock him out, and then they're about to hit him with the, the hammer, and Evelyn sees this and literally jumps out of her chair and runs out of the room. I can't handle this. What are they going to do? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And runs, out of, runs into the kitchen. And and I'm, I'm sitting there watching, and she says, what do they do? What are they doing now? Is he dead? Did they kill him? Is it over? Let me Did know. it happen? That's let me, hilarious. Let me know when the trauma is over, and then I'll come back in the room to watch the rest. Oh, yeah. that is well, so no, funny. Well, no, she actually didn't. She, that was it for her. She was done after that. Really? She, she couldn't, couldn't she watch, watch the rest of the movie? Nope. She's one of those people that will always, like, since DVDs, she will go to the last chapter and watch the end of the movie she first does. so she knows what happened. I can't stand that. She does. She watches like, the Why end would you first. do that to every goddamn movie? She watches the end first, and then she doesn't... Uh, yeah, it's just... Because then it, you're completely taking away any element of... I, I, but of, I've known it, people who do that in books. It, <laughs> yeah, I know. That was one <laughs> like Jimmy. I did that? Wait, for, really? I did that for the first uh, first series of the Game of Thrones. I was interested, and I want I, w- I wanted to see how uh, what wh- I don't know. It's just something like I never read a whole chapter, but I'll read a sentence or two later on just to see like what kind of is going on in this. Situation. So you don't actually read books? No, I do. No, you I skim. do. But this is what gets me interested. If I think that the, it's interesting enough, I'll read the rest of the book. Huh. I'm like, all right, I'll start reading it. And I remember seeing. Um, Game of Thrones, like one of the last lines is, and the uh, the the sky was uh, was was loud with the th- with the sound of dragons. I'm like, oh shit, there's dragons in this shit. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm totally, I'm totally gonna read I'm in, it. I'm and sold. Three hours later, the book was done. Yep, exactly. And I was like, well worth it. Where's the next book? <laughs> so yeah, so all right, like, stuff like that's that. That's what it takes. That's the only know. kind of spoiler you would have been okay with. It's it, just like there's fucking dragons. And this was this was before the show. Like this was the, before any of this. So right. like it was just yeah, a clearly random. Clearly, you didn't do that with the book I lent you a year ago. Well, I never had a chance. I really never wanted to sit down and in read a year. It. He's never had a chance to sit. Just, sure. just and read. never. No, I filled nope. every second of my life with something else to do. I'm a really big fan of the Walking Dead show, and I was working when the. The season finale was going to air. So For the second to, season, the one that just wrapped? It was actually the halfway point. It okay. was the halfway point of season two. So I'm at work, and I'm recording it, and right as I get off work, I, I, check, I usually check my messages, and I check Facebook real quick, and the first thing Big on mistake. Facebook is, I can't believe so-and-so's dead. <laughs> I can't believe they found so-and-so somewhere, uh. and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. They just spoiled the entire thing. I mean, yeah. I watched it still because I wanted to know what happened. Yeah, like what led up to it. I'm at least exactly. invested in the show, but it's like the big, huge surprise ending and just was Yeah, and, every, and it was all over the place. That's what I mean. I really feel like people do spoil that kind of stuff. I, I mean, where, I did kind of feel bad because I called that person out like right there on then. Oh, Ryan did a whole blog about that because he said he's tired of people spoiling oh, no, Walking I, Dead. I like, I like spoke to them right on their comment thread and said, you're a jerk. Yeah, well... 
Absolutely. I get it because it's like, okay, someone who didn't watch it or somebody who DVR'd it or whatever, like, yeah, that would annoy me too. I mean, Grant, I've seen those too, but I've yet to see an episode of The Walking Dead, which I want to. It's just one of those things I haven't actually sat down and committed the You'll time enjoy to sit it. You watch. will enjoy it. Oh, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Um, but I just, at this point, I haven't seen an episode of it, and I want to sit now that two seasons are done. Yeah. I want to sit and watch and be in up to July, date. One day in July or weekend in July, they're showing all 19 episodes in a row. Well, the first season's on... Netflix already, so I'm going to catch up on that. Plus, Ryan owns it, so and I can just snag show, it from him. And they're going to show the first episode of The Walking Dead in black and white. See, I wonder if that's going to make it creepier, because they did that with The Mist. Like, yeah. that was Frank Darabont's pervert version of The Mist, the movie. The new and, one? Uh, the one he did, like, 2006 or seven. The one with Tom Jane. The one with Tom Jane, yeah. That was in black and white. Well, his preferred cut was in black and white. And it was on the two-disc DVD. I don't know if it's on the Blu-ray in black and white. But nice. in black and white, it looks pretty eerie. Because yeah. you, yeah, you can't I tell there's, a, there's the CGI in it, really. Yeah, you can't tell the tentacles They're, they're going to do that. the first episode of The Walking Dead in black and white. And yeah, so since he, yeah, so since he did Walking Dead as well, I imagine he was like, oh, wait, no, this gives a little more kind of creepiness to it. it. It definitely does. It definitely raises the tension. I don't know. There's nothing. There's nothing there's the there details, to because details are taken away. Oh right. yeah. Like, there, there's like, nothing there to distract you. It's just the black and white. You like for example, what's going on. it's a it's a video game example, but the Silent Hill games. Oh the, the god. New, the new Silent Hill games <laughs> are not are not as scary because there's so much detail. Oh there's okay. So much. Every, you can see everything. You can hear everything. You can you can tell where things are coming from. If you go back to Silent Hill One, when there's the graphics are not very good. Yeah, it creeped the hell out of me. They're, they have to they have to fill the area with with mist, mm-hmm. so you can't see anything. You can't see the details on the walls and where people are coming from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't know until something's actually walking up on top of you, so you hear all the <laughs> shit and they, going and they on. make weird sounds. Like oh the yeah, sounds just get louder and louder as you're getting close to it. And you know what's funny? Well, no, because you have a radio, and the radio starts crackling with static every time a creature's near you, but you don't can't see the creature. Oh, so all you know is something's nearby. Something's near you. Oh, that game was creepy. Yeah, you don't know exactly where. It could be behind you to yeah. the right. And you know what? Now that you now that, now that the way you were explaining it makes me think like back then that they couldn't make detailed games, so they just put fog in there. They're just like, they all right, did. we'll make a game around the fog. Let's see what, what we can do. <laughs> that worked you for know? a game like that where it you can't did. see it anything. Perfectly. It was scary shit. It right. was. Let's I remember. I may have told that in the first Dan cast. Now Dan and I were sitting at home alone in his house one day, and like we started sitting down and like playing whatever game. And uh, it was light out, and then eventually it got dark, and we hadn't gotten up to turn the lights on or anything like that. So Silent Hill's on. We're in an, a house, just the two of us, and it was dark out. And then we're just in the middle of like whatever town it was. And it was just quiet, and he was crackling static. And it was just really creepy. And I was just like, you want to get out of here? So we yeah. just took off. Like, yep. Went out and went CD shopping or went to get something to eat. It, it did freak us out, though. Yeah. Are you a horror guy? Do you like horror? Do you like to I be do. scared? I like horror. Well, you know what it is? I, I enjoy horror movies anyway, and I feel like a lot of that comes from the fact that I kind of avoided them as a kid, because yeah. I remember I used to watch a lot of movies on Channel 11 when I was growing up, which is WPIX before it was a WB. That's right. And all of October, Monday to Friday, they would show horror movies every night, 8 to 10, and I always avoided them because I was always scared to get scared. So I feel like when I actually started yeah. watching horror movies, they just were more fun to me because, I mean, there aren't very many movies that have genuinely scared me. I've only jumped twice because I've been that scared in a movie. Oh, or really? something caught me so off guard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you exactly what they were, too. <laughs> um, I, I enjoy horror movies because they're more fun than anything else. I, I find very few of them to be like genuinely scary, but I love seeing horror movies in the theater Absolutely. because I love the audience reaction. Like Chernobyl Diaries, saw that in the theater. Oh, My girlfriend and I went a couple weeks ago to that? see that. I thought it was awesome. I'm surprised it didn't do better than... I thought it kicked the shit out of the Paranormal Activity movies. Granted, I only saw the first one, but right. kind of variations on a theme there. But I really want to see that. Oh, it was so good. And there people just screaming at every possible point. All these women... I mean, it was Friday night. I think we saw it opening night, actually. Oh, very nice. And all these couples were there, and these women are just like... They're like, ah! How was Gina? Oh, she was fine. She was? She was... I mean, there are a few times... She was squeezing my arm to the point where it felt like a blood pressure exam, but yeah. <laughs> otherwise, like she wasn't jumping up and all that. But she, she can hold her own. But at times when it gets tense, she gets just like, like yeah. I, can, I can notice her tensing up. But she, right. we've watched so many horror movies together. It's it's actually been a lot of fun. Nice. Her and I watched The Descent, and that freaked her out a couple of times. Which that, have you guys seen that? That looks like that would freak no. me out too. Oh, it's, it's you, like a claustrophobic type thing. It is because the girls are are spelunking, you know, going through uh, caves and all that. Yeah, and uh, 
the movie ta- and Ryan has seen it as well and and likes it a lot. It takes a little while to get going, but once it starts going, it doesn't stop until literally the last frame of the movie. And oh, uh, awesome! It, See, oh my god, it's so much fun. I was actually the opposite of you. I I started. I really liked horror movies when I was younger. I loved watching pretty much any horror movie I could watch. I don't really watch horror movies that much anymore. Certain ones I can watch. I don't like the really gory slasher movies, horror movies, like Saw and all them. It Saw is like, tor- that, there was that whole post-Saw and Hostel, that whole kind of like, like hostile, torture really. porn. I loved Hostel. Torture porn, yes. I saw Hostel in the theater and I loved it, but it's not a movie I need to own or watch again because it's never going to have the same. I mean, maybe I'll watch it again when I'm like, I don't know, in my 50s. And just be like, let's watch this good gotta, old gotta forget most good of the old details. horror movie. Yeah, because then it'll be surprising again. But there's certain things I remember because that movie was so in your face. Yeah, there was nothing left to the imagination in a movie like Hostel. But I was laughing my ass off in Hostel because I was just like, oh my god, because it was so incredibly over the top. But, yeah, that's what I love about like some of these horror movies. They try too hard sometimes. Yeah, I really feel like Saw is just trying to <laughs> outgross. <laughs> forgive the the kind of double pun there. Like the last horror movie it was literally just like all right let's see what other fucked up stuff we can do to people in the next movie i really feel yep. like it came to the point and after hustle it was like turistas which is basically the same movie except takes place on an island same exact movie. And yeah like stuff like that i feel like it, it just became more about like, like you wrote about in a blog once Corey, about is like with comedies now with horror movies it was more like shock than anything else there was no suspense i mean one of the great things for instance about chernobyl diaries was the fact that it was kind of like it wasn't a found footage kind of movie like Paranormal Activity or um, oh, it wasn't. Or I thought Last it was. Exorcism. No, it's more like Fly on the Wall. It's shot like there's a lot of handheld shooting in it, so it's like you're it's like you're among these people, but there's no like this. Would you know you're watching somebody's camcorder footage? It kind of starts out that way, and that kind of put me off at first. I was like, oh shit, is this gonna be one of those movies where like you're sitting there and you're seeing it through you know someone's home movie? Like I just I just can't get into those found footage movies, but. Mm. It's kind of started that way, but because these people are on vacation, um, you know, they're doing this this trip through Europe and all right. that. And it, it's literally kind of like a, a fly on the wall perception of, you, you know, just you're surrounded by this group of people who are uh, going through Chernobyl and the surrounding area and all that. And I really, really dug it. And the fact that there was like, not really, I don't think there was really a musical score, but there are moments that like make you jump. Oh, cool. Yeah, definitely. Like stuff that totally takes you by surprise and stuff where it's in the distance or it's really quick. I mean, I th- frankly, I think if, if Oren Pelly, who wrote it and who did the first Paranormal Activity, like if he makes movies like this where it's more implied, because it wasn't outright gory, it was more implied violence where you don't necessarily see everything well, that, happen. That, that's, that's, gotcha. that's better horror. Yeah. When you leave it up oh, to yeah. a person's imagination to f- think about what's happening or what's going on instead of actually showing them what's going on, it's a whole lot more scary. Oh, yeah, I love that. Because like, rare, really... rarely can they make it seem as gory as you could possibly think oh, it Oh, totally. Be. I mean, gr- granted, I love how over-the-top Final Destination 2 was with the violence. It was so... Right. But it was hilarious. It was done with with humor that... And even yeah. in the third one, I'll say, supposedly the fifth one, too, which I haven't seen yet, some of the horror is comedic. Like, at the end of 2, Final Destination 2 is like 10 years old now, so people have probably seen it. But, like, the grill exploding and the kid's arm landing on, like, the plate on that the was awesome. table. That's hilarious. Wait, which one was the supposed NASCAR to be funny. race one, then? Was that the fourth That's one? the fourth one. It starts off with a NASCAR one. race. Oh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't see the fifth one, then. But do you know what I, I like? And I hope this kind of trends. I, I know, we, I know we, we've all seen the movie. Um, it's, it's a horror movie, but it was different. Something I've never seen before. What's that? Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. That movie was so weird. That was. I love so how outside that fantastic. was. Fantastic. It was fantastic. Joss Whedon, man. I, I, we won't spoil it for yeah, no. since, that's, since that's a recent movie. And it's not yeah, it's not on DVD or Blu-ray yet. So if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, it was great. And that was the same thing. Gene and I went and saw that. You just have no idea and what's it was going like, on. Holy shit. Because you guys saw that, right? You guys yeah, went we, together. We all, we all went to see it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, that was another date night movie, like, a, a yeah. couple weeks before Chernobyl yeah, you, Diaries. You, you stick with that movie until the end. The ending is so fantastic. And Yeah, oh, it definitely was. And that was one movie where I'm sitting there, and I'm, uh, I leaned over. Because I'll call stuff out during movies. I Unfortunately, love it kind that. of annoys my girlfriend, I where I'm, like, predicting that, everything. And uh, that was a movie I leaned over to her. I was like, I really don't know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think I do, but I don't. But, I mean, I knew who was going to die. Like I could, I could pick was, that, but I didn't know. I couldn't see the ending coming. The movie was so funny. Oh, it was. It I, was so. It was. Funny. I love. It, I love horror movies that are scary, but mix in a lot of comedy into it. Oh, without a doubt, yeah, dude. So, 
it happened again. That the AC went on, and I thought a fucking like one of those big fire alarms was going <laughs> off. You know, you know, at a fire station. I'm like, oh yeah. shit, there's a bomb or something like that. Yeah, really. <laughs> the central air just kicked on. We're actually recording this on what was just the hottest day uh, so far this year. Hit a hundred. It hit a hundred. It did. It passed. And on 100. the heat index, it went. Like, it was ridiculous. My crazy. car was reading 103. Exactly. When I was out earlier today, so was, that was just ridiculous. Which, by the way, actually, this is going up. Uh, well, technically, the day after recording it, since after midnight, secondly Thursday, so the show is going up. In fact, <laughs> Friday, so it's fresh. So if you're in New Jersey and you suffer through the heat, uh, we, we were here sh- with we you. We suffered with you. We were outside. We did absolutely. We, we did a lot of yard work out there, man. Yeah, you guys were cleaning up in, in Ryan's new digs, which is Corey and Jack's new place too. Well, anyway, back to movies real quick. Uh, you know what's weird though? See, my girlfriend loves horror movies, but she doesn't like zombies and has never seen a zombie movie and won't watch a zombie movie. That seems absurd. It is absurd, because it's based on nothing. It's not in the way of, like, like Andrew doesn't like zombies. He's like, I don't understand why everyone likes zombies. But, like, he's aware. Like, he's watched Zombieland and stuff like that. Like, he's... And he, I made him watch Shaun of the Dead. So, like, Those he's seen ones. movies. Those are funny versions of he them. Was, he was so not amused by... I've never seen somebody sit and watch that movie and not laugh at all. That was kind of weird. He just wasn't amused by it at all. <laughs> I, love but, what, uh, I love when Simon Pegg climbs up the ladder to see if there's any zombies, and they're like... So is it is it clear? And he's like, no, no. <laughs> They're yeah. zombies. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, and I've been trying to get my girlfriend to watch. I'm like, no, really, this has a story. This isn't cheesy. I mean, even like Zombieland has a story, and Zombieland actually plays a role uh, in the early stages of our relationship, which is why I was like, actually, it wasn't even a relationship. It was just when we were friends. Um, kind of got us started talking. You may remember that, Corey, because yep. she was saying how there's no way Chris would like a movie like Zombieland. You're like, no, Chris likes Zombieland. And then I bought it like the day after. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she, she was cashiering at the time because we worked together in, in a store. And uh, I actually went to her register to pay for it. She was like, oh, no. I was like, what? I was like, haven't you seen this movie? Isn't it great? She's like, no. Corey was talking about this and saying that you liked uh, this movie. And I said, there's no way you like a movie like that. Which I, I still don't know why she thought I wouldn't like a movie like Zombieland. But you're sporadic with your She movies. knows better now. A you bit. are. You think? Like, like you, you'll, have, it, you'll seem like you have a typeset of movies that you like. And then we'll, we'll list like three or four. And you're like, no, nah, I don't like those. And we're like, what? That's like the same type of movie really? you've already seen. Like what? Which is I feel like you, you've said that about certain action movies. Like you've like watched like Jason Statham movies and stuff like that. Well, I've seen Transporter, so I've seen every Jason Statham movie. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I'll say something about like another action movie, like with um, I'm not gonna say Vin Diesel because obviously not many people like him anyway. But like, Corey um, does. I I don't mind I him. Do. I don't mind him. I was discussing that with Corey before. I don't mind him as that character in every movie. I okay, don't. just like Jason Statham. Jason Statham is, the same is guy that guy in, in every movie. I don't yeah. mind. They they make up. And I've seen all three Transporters. To be fair, so I, I never saw the first crank. The third one wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. The second actually. was pretty shitty. Driving a car into a train, it was stupid. No, the second was the shittiest. When he spun the car in a circle and got the bomb off the bottom of it. Nah, they, <laughs> the first one was great because that was a movie where it was just like, wow, this is badass. Because like I hadn't seen a movie like this, but it got silly after that. Where it's like, hold on, let me take my shirt off. Okay, let's fight. Like that. That got to the point where it's like, "Are you serious, dude?" Exactly. Now it's just that got silly. Like, now they're I, not even trying to I be really subtle. Like, about yeah, it. I really like the first Crank movie. Oh, I, I thought, thought it was just, funny as hell. Oh my god, I, I, I hated that movie. Ridiculous. I loved it. Oh. I, I won't watch the second one. I refuse to watch the second one because it looks stupid. But I love the first. He one. He should have died. I he do like been a, a lot of what those guys did with Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. I have to say, oh, dear God, I did that. See, that's a movie. Like I, this I, is like, another random one, man. See, no, this. All right, look. Here's something like that. It's like Jack gives me crap all the time for like liking Pluto Nash, but Jack likes the Speed Racer movie, so fuck him. <laughs> but, does he really? Yeah, he does. He loves. I was a good oh, movie. I, I like, like it. Speed I thought Racer it was fun too. entertainment. I, it was fun. I like it. Whatever, Jack. Um... I probably woke him up. <laughs> Jack's asleep right now. And he probably hears me. Now, let me tell his you what. I are, to, his ears are ringing. And he's going to jump on I myself Mike. with that movie. Yeah, I exactly. really do. I like The Adventures of Pluto Nash. And people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. It's a good movie. I don't love it. It's not my top 10. It's probably not even in my top 100. But I like the movie. It's good. It mm-hmm. tickled my funny bone. Whatever. I, I like the movie. It's a good movie. It's not an amazing movie that everybody should see. I just thought it was a good movie. Same thing with Ghost Rider. I have zero attachment to the comic book. Right. I went and saw it, knowing it wasn't going to be that great. I mean, Nicolas Cage is hit or miss when it comes to movies. But aside from that, it's a comic book movie. Those tend to be hit or miss, too. 
Plus, you got Eva Mendez, who, aside from being nice to look at, really doesn't bring anything to a movie. Not really. So I, I enjoyed Ghost Rider for what it was. It was a movie that was about a guy with an animated head. That's the fucking movie. I liked it. I wanted to see the second one because I thought the second one looked a lot more violent. It was more violent, but that was another one of those movies where it's like, okay, this story is just, eh. Right. I, I mean, I, I like what they did where, like, his... his not original at all. Well, no, but how many comic book movies are, dude? Seriously, you're talking to me about originality when you refuse to watch Avatar because it's not original? No, 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 no. I saw half... Here we go again with fucking Avatar. I watched the first half of Avatar. I recognized it was Pocahontas, but aside from that, I was bored. I don't understand why everybody's irritated by the fact that I didn't watch the second half of Avatar. I know the end of the movie. I've seen the end of the movie technically because I was shopping at a video store in a mall and they had the movie on. So I saw the military knocking down the tree and shooting helicopters with arrows and all that. Okay, so you did see that. Okay. I saw the end, but regard like I didn't enjoy, I don't understand why that's a big deal. Like nobody talks about Avatar now like wow, that's great. People are going to talk about Avengers for years, which is rapidly catching up to Avatar just fell behind Avatar's uh, track record for uh, days being uh, in theaters actually. It's finally dropped down below the money Avatar made for being out the equivalent amount of time. Okay, but I feel like people you. we can talk about Avengers for years, whereas Avatar, not so much. People wanted to see Avatar because the hype around Avatar, and yeah, because the 3D, amazing. Absolutely. Movie looked great. Didn't interest me. But all I'm saying about Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance was I didn't, I didn't like the movie as much as I liked the first one, which people are shocked to like the first one at all. Yeah. But I like some of the aspects. I like how it was definitely more violent, over the top had nothing to do with the first movie except for the fact that there's a guy named Johnny Blaze who's the Ghost Rider. Otherwise, nothing carried over from the first movie. And uh, I like the fact that his skull was actually black because it was on fire. It didn't look like this white cartoon kind of glowing skull. So things I liked about it. That's that's an interesting... But that disappointed me. Second Sherlock Holmes disappointed me too, by the way, Corey. You'll be happy about that. I, I saw think, that yesterday. I didn't, I didn't think you liked the first one. Are you I didn't like the first one. I, but couldn't I, th- sit, I couldn't sit through the whole first one. Wasn't it boring? It was. There, I mean, it could have been amazing, like like the way that Wait, they so made the Sherlock Holmes you character you in that one. you didn't like it or did like it? I did not like either one. I felt like this, the second one was more of the same. So, I Jimmy, th- if you don't like the first one, I, I don't think you're going to like the second one. I was excited for the second one. I, I was all in after I saw a couple of trailers. I, I was like, all right, watch, I'm going to see that. I have to watch the whole thing in the first I, one first. I don't like... Eh. No I, don't, need. <laughs> I don't like the only thing I don't like about it is I don't like the fact that I mean Sherlock Holmes is he's not an action star he's not he's yeah. not supposed to be an action star he's, he's just the to most be, the most observant person ever a Pretty very much. very intelligent man who solves crime yeah who can he's not like things I mean they do add that to the movie a little bit but it's a lot of fighting it's secondary of, to the action right. I was expecting him to start doing hadoukens and stuff like that like right. I really I mean, thought I mean if you because really, it's all hand to hand combat really kicking and see, martial arts if yeah. you want to see a really good Sherlock Holmes British Sherlock watch the BBC the BBC's Sherlock yeah it is so fucking awesome now there's only three episodes per season. Yeah, but, but they're, they're hour and a half. They're hour and a half long episode each. I have to watch the second season. Yeah, I've, I haven't watched it yet. But I need to watch. I've seen. I, clips, I know they did a. I know they did a, really a Hound like of the Baskerville episode. Really, in the second season. Yeah. See, the only thing though with like Sherlock Holmes is this is and and this is without giving anything away, Jimmy. So if you plan on watching the first one, I'm not kind of telling anything other than my impression of the movie. I, ca- I kind of know what happens because my brother was watching. He, he's, there's another spoiler for yeah, you. Yeah. No, 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 no. It didn't spoil it <laughs> no, because I, I knew I didn't. I, w- I wouldn't make it through the whole I got gotcha. you. I, I looked at it as if like Robert Downey Jr.'s direction was that act like Jack Sparrow. You need to be aloof the whole time, but then at the end of the movie, oh, aside from being able to fight, when you're fighting is the only time you're present. Otherwise, you're kind of aloof and in your own world. And at the end, you need to make sure you sum up everything as if you knew what was going on the whole time. Right. And it was the same thing in the second movie. Oh, except God. the action in the second movie was so annoying because they kept doing this slow down and speed up kind of Matrix style action. And it anno- It was so over the top. For some that's supposed to be a period movie, they made it look like like a Vin Diesel movie. Aren't those? <laughs> well, I mean, and it's supposed I, to take place in like 1891. Yeah. I, mean, I, I did like the the interaction between Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty. I think they they cast Moriarty very well. Oh yeah. Captain Mike from Benjamin Button. Love that movie. Never seen that. Oh, that's a great fucking movie. I never had interest to watch. I don't like those types of movies that are just that have stories. You, I only well, like no, sci fi. Because you know they're gonna be sad. But you like Serenity. I mean the second movie just seemed like the first one kinda over again. I mean it was about halfway into the movie when I realized 
I don't care about any of these characters. Like, all right, a guy's no. setting off bombs. You know that it's Moriarty. They have a scene where they exchange, like, you know, a, well, you know I'm after you. Well, okay, you come after me. I'm going to come after you and everybody you love. That kind of thing. Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, otherwise, I was just like, I don't care what goes on. Like, I mean, the action scenes looked great, obviously. And Robert Downey Jr. Is, sells, I feel like, sells the accent and all that because... I mean, nothing could be worse than the British accent that Don Cheadle did in the Oceans movies, but aside <laughs> from that, like I feel like, all right, he's good, Jude Law's good, I feel like they put more emphasis on the the Holmes-Watson relationship in the second movie, but right. I mean, I guess it would be a waste of time. I was just bored. In between the action sequences, I was bored, but then by the second half of the movie, the action sequences kind of get redundant for me, too. So, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was fun watching, because I rented the Blu-ray, because I'd missed it in theaters. I wanted to see it in theaters. Like I said, I was excited to see the second one because I thought it looked better than the first one ever looked, but it yeah. wasn't. But uh, you can watch Maximum Movie Mode, which is a Warner Brothers thing that they put on their Blu-rays, and there are times when Robert Downey Jr. will pop up and talk about the scene as the scene's playing out in the background. Yeah. So after I watched the movie, I kind of initiated that mode and then just skip through the part, like fast forward to the movie until I saw him pop up on screen. Then I'd watch what he had to say. That was entertaining, but it ended up to be like maybe 30 minutes worth of him talking about the movie. So there was interesting stuff in there, but the movie itself, eh. Hmm, but are, what movies surprise you that I don't like? Mm. I mean, anything off the top of your head? No, no, no. It's just, uh, I'll, I'll catch it every now and again. Like when you're, when you're talking about movies, I'm like, oh, hmm. the fuck. All right. I, I guess. For stuff I like or stuff I don't like or both. Both. both really? Both. You just, it's just like, I'm surprised you don't like that. And then you'll say something stupid. I'm like, why do you like that? That doesn't make any, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Well, see, so you're the only other person I know who likes Death to Smoochie. And Wait, really? Yes. I don't know anybody else who likes that movie. I love that movie. That's yeah, like one of I my do favorites. too. That's one of my top ten movies. And people think I'm... I Easily. Mean, it wasn't people terrible, don't know what but it it's is. nowhere even close to my top. It's like you, how you like Ghost Rider. That's how I like Death it's, of Smoochie. That's fine. It's just... It, it's okay, but it's so weird. I mean, I love Edward Norton. I love Edward Norton. It was one of those movies I, I watched once and never cared to watch really? again. Oh, it's, that's a movie that every time I watch it, it gets better for me. I find something funny about it every time or or something that I found funny in the first place I had an amazing I found cast even funny. It. oh it was awesome I, I mean I, I can't believe people didn't go see that movie but it was such an I love movies that are that are satirical like yes. that, that mock what's going on Which and like children's exactly television that. is ripe for mocking and has been I mean granted the movie's I think 10 years old at this point but <laughs> and it's been on and off Netflix here and there so if you happen to catch it I say watch it Jimmy says watch it absolutely it's if you've fun. never seen it watch it yeah I mean it's certainly worth while. Edward Norton Danny DeVito Robin Williams Catherine Keener and, and Danny DeVito directed it so but it, it's uh, such a funny movie it just took you for a trip it really did yeah like, it, it was, was I mean it's it's dark constant oh so it's dark. very dark it's a very dark comedy but that's one of the things I loved about it I love movies that have that dark sense of humor like toys I like toys. Yeah, see, same thing. That that got darker. That was one of those movies that kind of... Actually, Rob Williams has done a few of those, like Man of the Year. I thought that was going to be an upbeat comedy. Yeah, like, that this got, that fun. threw me for And in the second movie. half, I was like, wait, this is like a conspiracy movie. Yeah, I thought some <laughs> bad shit was going down. I'm like, I, this was a... It was geared as a funny movie, you know? It looked like Daily Show, the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With Robin Williams. Oh, my God. As Jon Stewart. It, it was crazy. Yeah, that was... But I feel like... There have been a handful of movies of his. Even like Bicentennial Man started out happy and was like, oh, wait, this gets really, really sad. So, <laughs> but same, I love Rumble. Same Williams. with Hook. You know, he's, a lot of his yeah. movies have been like that where it starts out light, light, lighthearted. You know, he's a funny really, guy. Hook, Hook started it, out freaking scary as shit. Some but, dude walked into their house and clawed up their wall and stole their kids. <laughs> I love Hook. Oh, my God. It's such a Hook great is movie. Great. I wish they would release Rufio, a better. Rufio. I wish they'd release a better cut of the Blu ray than just the movie. I like know. I, I, I don't like that. The Blu-ray is just Holy movie, no extra features whatsoever. But I ended up finding out that um, if you watch that movie and you watch the one pirate that gets put in the boo box, do you remember the boo box? Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. Glenn Close. It's what? a it's Glenn Close really dressed as a male pirate that that's gets put hilarious. in the boo box. I was like, that's not. I like I read it online. I'm like, that's not fucking true. And I watched the video. I'm like, oh oh, oh my god, that's her. Oh my god, that's her face. And it just, just completely crazy. I'm like, oh, jeez. I, I wonder. I wonder, if there's, like I, I wonder if there's anything else like that in these movies. I can only imagine. Probably. Oh. Like this. Like even actually, um, like in Hot Fuzz. Like when I mean, it was in the commentary. It's not like it's a secret. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I watch all the movies I love with the 
audio commentary if they have it, I especially usually, if they have the cast. I usually it. skip it, but when you got you guys usually are good at filtering them out anyway. I for like me. so I'll listen. To, I'll listen to the good ones when you pick them out. Well, like Hot Fuzz, I like because it was obviously Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright did it, and they wrote it. But um, the Simon Pegg's character's ex girlfriend, who in in the scene they're investigating murder, so everybody's got like all these suits on and all that and masks covering their face, but it was actually Kate Blanchett. But you didn't know that, <laughs> really. Unless you knew her voice really well, I was like, "Oh, ho- holy crap, that is her!" And like, you can kind of tell by looking at her eyes. Maybe that seems silly, yeah, or possibly uh, freakish that I would notice that. But I was no, like, "Okay, no. I see it now." There's some features now that you can notice sense. on the people. But oh, that's so funny that Glencoe's is a pirate. I seriously, I like little things like that. Okay. And imagine Steven Spielberg giving her a call, just like, "Hey, listen, I'm doing this movie. I'm doing this Peter Pan flick." Would you like to be a pirate that gets killed? So how does that happen? How do you get... I know. I really... I, I would like to hear that conversation. Well, come on. If I was an actor, I would definitely love getting little gigs like that. Just just to... Oh, that would be fun. Just because, you know, it's people see in a different light. Like, you know, that that seems awesome. Like Yeah, just do something like that. Such a minor thing. seems cool. They, they happen with um, when Prometheus. Like, I never saw... I never knew Guy Pierce was in it. Guy Pierce and Patrick Wilson. Are really, in the movie. Guy Pierce has been popping up in a lot of movies lately. Yeah, uh, he's in the movie Lockout, which looks like a wet dream. I want to see that for you. Yeah, exactly. I knew I it. Do I see knew that. it. But that does look like fun. That trailer was on the Ghost Rider Blu-ray. Nice. <laughs> Interesting. It does look like fun. He's go set up the as president's like a, daughter. Yeah, go in save the space president's space jail. Yes, yes. I'm he's in. like a rebel who doesn't want to have with a, to with, do with it with a bigger budget than than Sci-Fi Channel. I'm in. <laughs> Speaking of Space Jail, Men in Black 3 was awesome. I did like Men I Black enjoyed the hell out of that yeah. movie, to be honest. I don't enjoy any of those movies, but I'm a black sheep as you No person can told me. <laughs> that villain was fucking amazing. Who was, was that? Who was the actor? It, I, I can never remember his name. Uh, he's, the, he's one of the guys from um, two Austrian guys, uh, New Zealand guys that, that, had, uh, that, that were a band. Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords, yes. Uh... What's his name? I cannot I, remember I, his name. Offhand, I, I don't know. I just know yeah, that was he the, plays sh- the, the villain. Show. He plays the villain yep, in Men in Black Three, and he's just he, he's pretty funny in that. Like he just the, the character that he plays. He's in amazing. It. That that villain was amazing. It was so much better than than the second movie. Seriously, this this Men in Black Three was just a good movie all around. Like I mean, you, you don't even need to. It's take nowhere it. near the the first one, but oh, well, then I won't like it. I don't agree with one. that. I don't agree with that at all. You I thought think- this was better than the first one. No. Oh. Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah, I, angry I, movie nerd fight. I, I, <laughs> I like, I like sci-fi nerds. Like there was definitely like stupid parts in it, but um, that there was stupid parts in all the movies. It's just there because it's supposed to be a family movie. So obviously, you know, they're going to throw in parts that uh, there's going to be some kids, kitty humor. Yeah, which of course, would appeal to kids. But no, like the guy who who could see different outcomes, the guy who could. Um, uh, but you know who I'm talking about, the one guy. And I'm not, yep. not going to go too too into detail, but there are certain characters in there that were just so appealing. Like, and I've I may have seen them before, like, but no, they put it all together really well. And the ending, come on, you weren't impressed by the ending? The ending was pretty good. Okay, nobody talk about. Yeah, don't talk about the ending. Yeah, granted, you're not going to spoil it for me because I'm not going to see it, but. I'm sure people listening will be like, hey, no, man, yeah, exactly. I missed I Men in Black 3. Don't fucking ruin it. it you just, guys have been talking about spoilers for a while. It might, it might, <laughs> maybe, maybe I liked it more because it surprised me to be, that it was so good. But um, no, and yeah, Will Smith did it was spot on. Well, the thing with yeah. Will Smith is the thing I didn't like about him in the second movie. I mean, the first movie he was new. He was just becoming an agent. He, he really was coming into his own. He, he, he had his own identity. The second movie, it made it just seemed like like everybody was retarded compared to ever the greatness of Will Smith. He was character. the cock of the walk. Yeah, yeah he, he was just, like seriously. no one could compare to Agent J whatsoever. And he had been working for a couple of years. And he's been there for like a couple of years. And but in the third one, he's actually back to like he's just like a seasoned veteran agent. He's there's other agents that are just as good that have been there for a while. They don't seem like they don't make everyone they don't dumb everybody down. To make Will Smith look like a god's gift, you know, to I don't, I don't think that's that that's bad character development. I think you know you're there for a couple of years, you think you know everything, but there's still veterans there who know much more than you. But they just the don't talk about it. They, they portrayed and that well in the third one, but they didn't do that at all in the second one. But that's what I'm saying. Like he had only been there a couple of years, and then by the third one, he had been there for that many years, so he calmed down. He's like, all right, I'm not the you know I'm not the best guy here. 
So, like, he calmed down his demeanor. That I feel that they did that pretty well. But well, Will Smith had also blown up by the time the second one came out, so they weren't exactly going to make Will Smith as ineffective as he was, let's say, at the beginning of the first one. Yeah, good point. Good point. You know what I mean? Of course, they were going to make him seem like the, the alpha agent, but I don't, I don't enjoy Will Smith in, like, 95% of his movies. I don't hate Will see, Smith. See, that's I just those rarely buy him in any of the roles. He's like Tom Cruise for like, me. He didn't, I don't think he liked I Am Legend. No, I didn't like I Am Legend at all. I thought that I thought that was done pretty well. Like, They're making another one. It's a prequel. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's another I Am Legend movie. Yeah, they don't want to make prequels. Don't or whatever. They don't want to make a version where Will Smith is dead. Yeah, come on. They don't want that. Was it going to be when the breakout happens or whatever? Yeah, I still say the only reason that movie made so much money is because people wanted to see the prologue for The Dark Knight because they were only showing that in IMAX. So I know IMAX screenings. At least I was in California at the time, and the local IMAX sold out. For like the first week, maybe you could have gotten in at like the eleven thirty p.m. show on a Wednesday night thought, or something. I thought, but I yeah. think that's what brought most people in was like, I want to see the fucking first few minutes of Dark Knight. It's gonna yeah. be awesome because the Heath Ledger hype acting, and all that. And I thought his acting around was it. fantastic. Will Smith's acting in that movie was. Crazy. I don't know. He's he's like Tom Cruise, just not believable to me, which is fine. That's I don't mind that other people like him. He just doesn't do anything for me. I'd say he's been in good movies, but I haven't said. I'm not gonna say that he was the best actor. And like like I thought Independence Day was great. Yeah, oh, I love Independence Day. It was more of an ensemble movie. It's Jeff, one of those rare ensemble movies that work, yeah. <laughs> I like Jeff Goldblum movies. I don't know what it is about him. Like, he's kind of annoying, but... <laughs> but you like movies he something happens to be Something in. about him. Something about his demeanor. Well, but... he hasn't been in that many movies. Sure, he was in The Fly, though. That's what counts. I don't like The Fly. <laughs> he was in uh, The Fly, and he Jurassic was in Park, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park exactly. Too. But then I was going to go the other way with, um, with Will Smith, where he made... Uh, Wild Wild West. Wild, no, wild fuck West. Wild Wild West. And I love Kevin Klein, but fuck Wild Wild West. That and we've said, I know you and I have had this conversation movie. on Mike before, but no, no way. Any movie he does a song for can kiss the hairiest part of my ass. <laughs> he did. He did the song for the Men in Black. But exactly. Then again, you didn't see the first. Yeah, one. Yeah, which is actually one. Forget Me Nots. <laughs> another, uh, another ripoff. The '90s were the most egregious for soundtrack songs. Between Men in Black, uh, My Heart Will Go On, and I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. And I'm sorry, and I will always love you. Those, forget it. Soundtrack songs in the 90s were like, I think it was more egregious than the 80s. Because the 80s had Footloose and Danger Zone and Those are songs like songs. that. Yeah, but you look at a song like Men in Black, which is such a, like, it's, it's like a novelty song. It's, it, like it the really chi- it's like the Chipmunks tune from back in the day that spun off a whole series. Well, that's, that stuff doesn't really go now. I mean, no, I don't want to miss a thing. Is like super when, cheese. But that was back when MTV still ran a lot of music videos too, and they could oh, display yeah. it on MTV. And... Yeah, and I mean, I will always love you as a cover. And the Celine Dion song was in Titanic, which was the biggest movie ever at the time. So, uh, which I'm still yeah. happy I've never seen. You never seen Titanic? Nope. There was actually a, a picture I found on online about it was like it was six framed little pictures on one of someone took the the size of whatever plank or door she was floating on and drew a chalk outline on it on like a floor and and they showed six different ways two people could sit on it comfortably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could have you could have could have saved them. There was actually a funny tie-in. It may have even been a meme that was floating around that I saw online with. Obviously, everybody knows the ending of Titanic. Leo gets frozen in the water and his arm breaks off and then he sinks to the bottom of the water. And uh, <laughs> people were saying, uh, theorizing. I mean, I don't think it was for real. I think it was more just because it was a coincidence it made for oh, a yeah, funny joke. That, yeah, Inception is uh, like Titanic was a dream and Inception is a real movie. Because at the beginning of Inception, he he wakes he washes up on a beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, didn't hear about that. That, that cracked that me clear. up. I was like, that's that's funny. The way they kind of tied those together because you see him sinking in the water, but then he wakes up after getting washed ashore on a beach. It's like, holy shit, Titanic was a dream. <laughs> see, I thought I thought about that concept a lot. Like, I I'd love to see somebody who can make movies like a series of movies seeming unrelated and just have them like mind fuck you, like saying like this is all like one everything seri- ties together. It's one series of events. I feel That'd like fun. I feel like the best person to do it would be uh, Quentin Tarantino because I've heard that a lot of hmm. his characters are cross. Reference like um, I think one of there were a few I think like one I think the bear Jew from from Inglorious Bastards is like a great uncle or a great grandfather of one character in I think it was Pulp Fiction I'd like to say it was that movie 
Um, and like, so there's like relations, like same last names and same addresses, or not addresses, but street names. Like, I know one of the, uh, and I don't know offhand. I don't remember it popping out at me um, in Inglorious Bastards, but I know all his movies they feature uh, red apple cigarettes. And actually, right. there was there was a box of uh, a pack rather of uh, red apples in uh, Planet Terror. Funnily enough, when uh, Ray oh. goes into the uh, the barbecue store and like. I forget Jeff Faye's character's name, uh, hands him the pack of cigarettes and it's red apple cigarettes, even though that was Robert Rodriguez movie. Quentin Tarantino was in Planet Terror. Right, so they did they did that the made me laugh. they did the dual did, movies. Right, the two movies. Those are so fucking great. They it. were they were awesome. I love, I love it. it. We we made Jack watch that for the first time and he was so excited. He was so Fu Manchu. Surprised. Yeah, Nicholas Cage is Fu Manchu. <laughs> did you see it theatrically or no? Yes I did. Oh you did? Yeah, I did too. Yep. I thought they were great because so Corey, yeah. I we're the only three people who saw it, I, I think. Sat, <laughs> Two I movies for the, the price of one. Like it was five awesome. People. I sat in the theater with like five people and watched that. Really? It was myself. packed. I was so, and this may have come up on the show before, but I, I'm going to reinforce it and give them credit. I was shocked that the movie didn't open bigger because granted, I was in, I went to see it in Hollywood at Grumman's Chinese Theater and it was sold out and we were online for like an hour, hour and a half before the movie started like yeah. we there was a full on line cuz all the shows were sold out but the coolest thing and the reason I bring it up is because Quentin Tarantino and Kurt Russell came there and they were talking to people and thanking people and all that who were waiting online I thought that was really cool we didn't see them or get to talk to them but they were there it was cool of them to come out at opening night I thought that was really fucking cool that is, that is awesome so I will give it up to them for that cuz I thought that was really really Wait a sweet minute. that they showed Wait a up minute. you showed up early to something yeah <laughs> stuff that's important <laughs> absolutely that's awesome. Mm. Grindhouse, important. I've been waiting for that movie for a while, Corey. <laughs> Coming over here to hang out with you, douchebags? Not so much. <laughs> Just kidding. Nice. Well, regardless of when you are listening to the soothing sound of our voices, we hope you've enjoyed our little late-night recorded show. So, until next time, this is Chris. This is me. And this is Smooth Jimmy Jazz. And you've been digging on the only podcast that matters. Thank mm-hmm. you.